Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. On the Roman guest line right now joining us is our Odyssey NBA insider, Jimmy Patsos, a.k.a. at Coach Patsos, P-A-T-S-O-S on Twitter and Instagram. Coach, how you doing, sir? Great to be on your show. And uh, what, Chris, you don't think Nasir Little and uh, Nurchik and Simons and Powell can beat the Heat tonight? I think they can. You think so? Well, there's so many guys out from Miami, but, I mean, I actually think that Nasir Little's actually making a little bit of a name for himself. The rest, Simons is all right, but I just wanted to give you your Portland shout-out. I love that. I uh I did a little I did a little thoughts today and I was like you know Coach Patches is going to want to talk about the Blazers so you've been you've been doing some research Coach give me your scouting report on Anthony Simons he said he's okay he had a huge night the other night I want to say coming off of a he lost his grandfather on Sunday night and I think he put up forty something on Monday he is super talented remember he was at IMG and then he <laughs> went overseas instead of going to college and then he came back and. Look, he's waited his time, but he's still really young. And he's a guy that I would keep. I would not. He's a building block. He can probably let you trade C.J. McCollum because he's good enough to step in. But super young guy, kind of a laid-back, quiet guy. But he's learning his way in the NBA. And I think him, and I, and I like to see a little of Carolina. So I actually like that the young guys are getting to play more. And then you have to figure it out. I told you, you need your draft choice. You want the draft choice, and then you sign a free agent, and then you figure out what you want to do. They've just had health issues in Portland the last couple of years that have really knocked them out. But, look, they're the Bill Walton 1977 NBA champs. Drexler and them got close. you got a fantastic fan base. If you can just get another guy to help them. But I would keep Simons. I would not get rid of him. By the way, I do want to jump in. Villanova lost by 20 this year to Creek. Yeah, they did. 20. 2-0. It's really weird. So that's a 30-point swing everybody thinks is going to happen tonight. I, I, I kind of that's a lot to lay for Villanova. I like Creighton laying the getting ten and a half. I kind of do too. I'm glad that you brought up college hoops, coach, because I know we always talk NBA with you, obviously. But what are wh- which team are you really buying into this season? And I know like anything could happen in March, but you know who's the team? Because I feel like it changes for me like every week going into the season. Obviously, it was Gonzaga. I really like this Arizona team. I yeah. like Illinois now that like Kofi's back. Who's the team that you uh, that's caught your eye early on this season? Yeah, Illinois played really well against Minnesota, and they've had some guys that have been out when they get healthy. And Kofi Cockburn, I mean, he's not Shaquille O'Neal, but he is like close to that, and as dominating as he is, and he's bigger and stronger than everybody. I was surprised he came back. He's a dominant force, and they were really good last year. I mean, they just got upset by it. they didn't take Loyola Chicago. I don't know if they didn't take him seriously enough in the Sweet Sixteen, but I like them. Arizona went out and lost to Tennessee, yeah. but I like what Tommy Lloyd's doing. For those of you that don't know, the coach at Arizona was yep, a 20-year guy at Gonzaga. Yeah. You know, he was the offensive guru and all that. My futures, I love Auburn. I think what Bruce Pearl's doing is good. Jabari Smith's going to be top three or four pick. Maybe he'll end up in Portland. Tremendous player. They also have a couple of guys coming back that are going to come off the bench and help them. I saw them down in the Bahamas. Bruce Pearl, great coach, high energy. Their teams get better. They have they have um, a bunch of different guys. Like they have their centers from North Carolina that's come along, and all of a sudden he's really playing well. And he does a good job at getting better. I actually think they're more talented than Kentucky. And so, therefore, if you're the best team in the SEC, you have a chance. I also would buy 
I really like USC and Andy Enfield. It's just unfortunate they've been shut down for two weeks. I know the Pac-10 12 is not quite as good as everybody thinks. They went to the Elite Eight last year. They're a really good team. That's like a team you can get a good price on. I really like USC. And then Duke, I mean, there's just no way they're not going to make the Final Four with Coach K's last year. I mean, everyone in the whole world is going to be rooting for him, including the referees. Did I say that? I didn't mean yeah, that. Please exactly. don't put that on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, no. Please don't put that no, on Twitter. Don't say that because then they when, do put it on Twitter. We've, we've learned that the hard way, Coach. Uh, I have to apologize to Ben Roethlisberger tonight. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, it's a oh, joke. Right, exactly. I kid, By the I way, you know, his, his last game is going to be in Baltimore. But Quinn and I know that, like, Duke is destined to make a run because he's the greatest coach. To me, to me, he, he saved the Olympics. He's done so much for the game, and I really want to see Coach K. But Paolo Banchero is a lottery pick. He is a fantastic player. But I'm going to go USC is my little sleeper, and I think Auburn is a team I really think is going to be there, especially down the stretch. Coach, um, I was watching the Golden State Warriors as right now Steph has missed his last 13 field goal attempts, and we have the points prop for him tonight, so it's not looking great. But I'm watching this Warriors team, and of course, Klay Thompson's supposed to be making his return against the Cavs. Would they really, like, should they be the favorites to win it all right now? Because I'm imagining Jordan Poole, after he just dropped, what, 32, 36 against the Heat, he gets moved to the bench. you got some other guys who have really developed. Who can stop this Golden State Warriors team in a seven-game series? Because right now, even without Klay Thompson, I'm going to go on record and say that I still put my faith in this Warriors team and also Draymond and the coaching of Steve Curry and, of course, the mastery that is Steph Curry. Yeah, right now, Curry's probably your MVP, definitely in the West and then in the East. You know, Durant is going to, you know, and, and Giannis, look, there's plenty of basketball. Played. Now, Embiid's doing fantastic. Oh, I right love now, me some Embiid. Oh, mm, uh, and he's tough, too. They just got to figure that Ben Simmons things out. They yeah. can make a run. But the Bulls are in first place. I saw the Bulls play the Wizards the other night. And, like, there's teams that are coming, and this guy, DeMar DeRozan, making jumpers, and I'll tell you what, this Levine, Zach Levine can really score so many ways, but, like, that's the East. In the West, it's the Warriors and the Suns. The Jazz quietly keep doing it, but they haven't proven it in the playoffs. But here's my theory on the Warriors. Clay Thompson's fantastic, and he plays defense, too. But Wiseman might be the key. Like, Kaminga's getting a few minutes. He's athletic. Wiggins has really picked it up. Poole's great. We all know Draymond. But, like, Wiseman might be the key because if he can just neutralize Aiton and Phoenix and Gobert, because they're really two good big men that the Jazz and the Suns have. The Warriors don't have a guy that size and that big. So, like, Wiseman, and I heard there's good news on him coming, and he's a really smart kid. I've met him. He's a real cerebral guy. Like, he'll be happy just playing defense. He's not worried about scoring. And Wiseman might be the key to their run just because he's going to have to play you know, Gobert and, and, and like I said, Aiton's really gotten good. That's kind of your key to who who can beat those two teams, neutralizing them. And if he can, Wiseman could be the X factor. I think Clay Thompson's going to be fantastic, but they're so deep. They got the MVP. They got a chip on their shoulder. But what's weird is they really have all this experience. I mean, yeah, okay, they haven't been there the last two years because of injuries, but they have the most experience in yep. the league on their whole team. So I, I don't think you can get a good price on them, but yeah, I still have the Warriors go in the finals, and I think it's going to be versus the Nets. And the guy in the Nets that the, the Nets need is Joe Harris back. Yeah, he, here's my thing too. We we all watch scores. Look, I've been doing this a long time, and I watch scores. The only guy I ever really recruited on defense was DJ Strawberry, uh, Daryl's kid. He came and played at Maryland. Like, yeah. no, we just needed a stopper. But like, Joe Harris plays defense, and Clay Thompson plays defense, and you need somebody to try to stop those guys that just can get buckets upon buckets. But the Kyrie thing to me is going to be one of the most fascinating stories. I'm a huge fan that they got him back. I think it's great that he's playing. 
I think that he's going to slowly get his game going. Maybe he makes a decision. Who knows what happens in the spring with the virus and stuff. But he's going to win them games on the road. And he's such a great player that now you got Patty Mills coming off the bench. And then if Joe Harris comes back, I got the Warriors and the Nets in the finals. Coach, I've gotten into some trouble by saying this. Uh, my definition, I've gotten into trouble about saying a lot of things. <laughs> so everybody's like, what is she about Same. to say? Uh, my definition of a bust is is very high expectations and not even coming close to realizing those expectations. To me, we are getting perilously close, given the health situation of Zion Williamson, for him to possibly be a bust. He's now suffered his fourth or fifth setback this year. He had a uh, foot fracture and got surgery, didn't even tell the team. He's now away from the team training in Portland. That's new news as of today. What's your take on Zion, and and what do you think this Pelicans franchise, like they're kind of in a pickle. I know he's he's not a free agent for a couple of years now, but like it's just dicey. You know, and I, I took a deep breath when you said that because I've done shows for New Orleans, and what's interesting is they actually have a pretty good team. They really do. They've got, you know, big guy, and Ingram's good, and they got some players. Herb Jones and, is really and, good. He's really good from Alabama, by the way. That's why I don't think Alabama lost Jones and Pope and some other guys. They, they lost a lot from last year's team. That's not Alabama from last year. I just think Zion is a fascinating guy. Uh, I loved him in college. I got to cover him a few different times. I was there for his last game. He lost to Cassius Winston in Michigan State. He shoots 60%. When he's on the floor, so there's good. a reason he was an all-star. You can't stop the guy. Yeah. He's a really tough matchup. But maybe he should go to some place. And I, I mean, I know he's working out in Portland probably because of the Nike thing. He's got a huge Nike deal. So mm-hmm. we don't have to have a, we're never going to have to have a big sale to Zion. Okay. There's plenty of money coming. Maybe he's better as a second guy behind Dame. Like maybe he has to go, maybe he doesn't want to be the main guy and, and be everybody watching him and how's his weight and all this. Maybe he's the guy that like, we'll take him. We're not expecting him to be the next star. He's fantastic. I know he's the number one pick, but like maybe he's, shuffles in a lineup and is actually better as the second or third or fourth guy. But everybody forgets this guy made the all-star team on his numbers his first year. Like, he's fantastic. Like now the feet things, it's interesting. You're from Portland because like Bill Walton just never got better. Everybody yep. forgets the trailblazers won it and they were like 50 and eight in the second year in the, in the repeat year when Walton got hurt. And all of a sudden he just never figured it out again. And so I guess he went and came off the bench with the Celtics, but like, Maybe Zion should leave there and not be the guy there and go to a basketball town. And, That's what he's trying to do, Coach. He does not want to be there. I, would, Chicago. I don't is want to be there either. Is, is that the inside? Yes. He doesn't want to be there? He doesn't want to be there. Zion for Patrick Williams. Who says no, Coach? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would actually do that if I was the Bulls, but can he play? You know, then he doesn't. Then he's the third or fourth. Patrick Williams is really good before he got hurt, but he's, and he's only like 19. I love that guy, but like Same. maybe a different change of scenery and not having to be the guy and just let him play and leave him alone. And Hey, so he has to care. But if he physically can't, healthier city, feet, no, beignets. Different. <laughs> no, no beignets, beignets yep. great fan base, but like, I want to see him play. Cause he's a fantastic guy to watch play. And he's such a difficult matchup, but the, the not being able to get on the court. I don't know if that's real or if that's, he doesn't want to be there, but if you're telling me Q, he doesn't want to be there. I believe you. Thank you. Coach. I thank you for believing in me. You've always done it. Don't stop now. Thank you for joining the show, our Odyssey NBA insider and basketball insider. Can't wait to have you on next week. 